As part of our look back at the system's failures that have long delayed clear-headed approaches to the UFO conundrum, we revisit the devoid files once more. And here's one from October 2012. In a thunderclap of synchronicity, two titans of the so-called skeptical world passed away on the same day. Paul Kurtz, 86, and Leon Jaroff, 85 co-founders of the Committee for the Scientific Investigation of Claims of the Paranormal, crossed into the sweet hereafter together from 367 miles apart in New York State. Perhaps no two public figures have done more to stigmatize UFOs in the contemporary mind than these champions of secular humanism. Founded in 1976, PSYCOP, known now simply as the Committee for Skeptical Inquiry, or CSI, never met a UFO that wasn't Venus, swamp gas, a hoax, or induced by psilocybin. Every bit as doctrinaire as the religious fundamentalism it rightfully attacked, PSYCOP was founded on the belief that nothing outside the five known senses can exist. Indiscriminate in its assault on the great taboo, CSI today continues to ignore radar data and pilot testimony, and it dumps UFOs into the same laundry basket as tarot cards, creationism, and phrenology. It's an enduring stench that holds powerful sway. As philosophy professor Kurtz once immodestly proclaimed, we are the heroic defenders of science and reason. Our kind of saints are magicians and comedians. They show, by sleight of hand, how you can deceive. A celebration of magicians and comedians and masters of deception? Now there's an appropriate scientific legacy. Rather than give an honest appraisal of data that might contradict CSI's rigid profile of the known world, the omniscient Kurtz preferred to relegate the UFO phenomenon to the latest postmodern wrinkle in self-delusion. For Kurtz, the 1997 Heaven's Gate UFO suicide cult was manna from heaven. Here's what he wrote. Ufology is the mythology of the space age. Rather than angels, we now have extraterrestrials. It is a product of the creative imagination. It serves a poetic and existential function. It seeks to give man deeper roots and bearings in the universe. It is an expression of our hunger for mystery, our hope for transcendental meaning. The gods of Mount Olympus have been transformed into space voyagers, transporting us by our dreams to other realms. In the pre-digital age of media consolidation, Kurtz was the mainstream go-to guy whenever the talking heads needed an alternative voice to mitigate snake oil peddlers selling miracle cures. To be sure, Kurtz was usually on firm ground in that arena, but Leon Jaroff was the media, which made his role in the UFO quarantine even more significant. Managing editor of Discover Magazine and the science editor for Time Magazine, with 40-plus cover stories to his credit, Jeroff was the powerful arbiter of what millions of Americans 
regularly consumed from the frontiers of exploration. When he wasn't ignoring the great taboo altogether, Jeroff was smug and patronizing. In a 2002 piece for Time magazine built around a Swiss study of dopamine on perception, he told readers he had UFOs and their ilk all mapped out. He wrote, I've ridiculed believers in therapeutic touch and alien abductions and made light of those who insist that UFOs are visitors from other worlds. Now I'm feeling a little guilty. It turns out that these poor souls, as well as the millions who hold similar beliefs, really can't help themselves. It's their body chemistry that makes them so gullible. That had to be reassuring for residents of the Stephenville, Texas region, who were gullible enough to believe that 2.8 million radar hits from FAA and National Weather Service records corroborated their dramatic UFO sighting in 2008. Not to mention the F-16s the military initially declared weren't there. As for the poor souls who never insisted that UFOs were visitors from other worlds and appealed merely for rigorous investigation without bias, Adiroff had nothing to offer that crowd. At any rate, as the venerated print platforms of the 20th century continue to collapse into online ghosts of themselves, so too does their oracular clout. This is not necessarily a good thing, but when it came to confronting what will one day be regarded as the great challenge of the age. Our institutions deferred to agenda-driven ideologues like Kurtz and Jeroff. So here's a two-word send-off to two major American opinion shapers who enabled our long, deep sleep under the pretense of reason. Mission accomplished. This is Life in Jonestown. I'm Billy Cox.